This Torah class is brought to you by TorahAnytime.com Good morning everyone, we are continuing our series on the Halachot of War. What we spoke about the past two times was the Halachot of Redeeming Hostages. And the Gemara says that in regards to redeeming hostages, one does not ransom them for more than what they are worth either because it's going to put a strain on the community or because it's going to encourage the, um, the, the, the other side to grab more and more people. And although that is the halakha written in the Shulchan Aruch, nevertheless, in a case of pikuach nefesh, that you think that the, that, the, uh, that the captured lives are in danger, then the halacha would be that you would be allowed to save them based on what Tosfot writes, that in that type of case it would be allowed, or in a case where they are a special uh, case scenario, you'd be able to spend more money. Indeed, Rav Ovadia Yosef has a teshuvah in Yabiomer Chelek Yud Choshen Mishpat Siman Vav regarding the Entebi uh, episode, where there he discusses whether it was allowed that they were discussing whether to ransom. And he wrote over there that the Ikar, if it's in a place of Sakana, we follow Tosfot that you would be able to ransom more than what they are worth. And his, in his newer edition, his added glosses, he brings from the Balatanya in his letter that he wrote in a sefer called Mishnat Yuel Dav Samich Dalid. There was a case where a few Jews that were, uh, that, that, that were irresponsible put themselves in a place of, of Sakana and they were caught by the government, and they needed a lot of money to take them out. And he says, absolutely, because they were in danger. They weren't going to be just sold as slaves or something of the sort. They were in real danger. So here we have in our case right now, that if terrorists grab uh, um, hostages, there is no doubt that they are in danger, that their lives are in danger, that nobody has a doubt. So you'd be allowed to ransom them. Now, You'd be allowed to ransom them. The discussion is, obviously, when it comes to money. But a lot of the negotiations that go on, as it went on with Gilad Shalit, and as it's going on presently, is not that they want to have a ransom of, 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 uh, of money. Money is fungible. Rather, they want to have a release of other terrorists. And here there is going to be a very big debate whether that is allowed or not. And these are things that are not written in Halakha. I'm telling you arguments that are made on both sides of the spectrum. On one side of the spectrum, there are those who, who, have, a, um, who have a view the following. That an army is one unit. And just like a one unit, you find there are exceptions how much you're able to ransom. For example, a person is allowed to ransom himself at any cost. And Rabbeinu Tam in Masechet Ketubot, Dav Nunbet, writes a husband is allowed to redeem his wife at any cost because ishto kegufo. So if you look at the army as one unit, they're allowed to, take, to, 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 to pay any price whatsoever to get their soldiers back. Would that mean that only soldiers are not citizens? That's, that's an interesting question. Or do you consider everybody in Am Yisrael, since it's an obligatory conscription as part of the army, that that's also could be debatable. On the other hand, the strong argument is said is that you cannot put a, 
and you cannot redeem soldier, soldiers or redeem anyone for the price of putting the whole nation in sakana, in danger. Because that's what you're doing effectively. Indeed, we know that in the Gilad Shalit deal, in retrospect, we know that the head of the operation of October 7th was one of the people released. And out of the whole operation of those thousand plus terrorists that were released, 180 people have been killed so far because of those terrorists who were released uh, perpetrated other attacks. So we see that it's a real consideration over here. It's a real consideration. And the strong argument to say is that you cannot do Pidyon Shivuim, which is already a question how much you could spend. It's already a question how much you could spend when you're going to put somebody else's life in danger. So we're just going to ping pong back. So what's the counter argument? The counter argument is that there's a difference between a life-threatening situation that's in front of you and something that might happen. For example, the poskim, the Khatam Soverno de Biudah, discuss autopsies. And they say, well, it's Pikuach Nefesh to know for the future what is going on. But on the other hand, the reason why autopsies are not allowed is because you do not take into account future Pikuach Nefesh if right now it doesn't stand in front of you. So the debate is going to be whether releasing terrorists right now is, uh, is an immediate danger or not. Many would argue it's an immediate danger. The statistics show that the terrorists that are released immediately do not all of a sudden become angels and, uh, and, and, and do teshuva and say, no, I'm never going to uh, be a jihadist again. Their whole mentality is to keep on doing that. And they're the ones in the first place that showed and proved that they have the warped uh, mentality already to do such a thing. So who said that wouldn't prevent them to doing another? So it seems like an immediate danger. So therefore, there is a very strong argument to say that although Pidyon Shivuim is allowed in a place of danger of Sakanat Nifashot, or even if it's not Sakanat Nifashot, but if it's an army, it's one unit, it's a family, the argument can be said that it would be allowed. And especially the fact that the army wants to show that they have everyone's back. But in a case that you were putting somebody else's life in danger immediately, the strong argument would be that you would not be able to. Once again, these are big questions that are many factors are involved, and obviously there's no halachalim asif from here, but it's a discussion how uh, releasing hostages, what the debate is. And the debate now is not exactly what's written in halacha. Chazaku baruch. You've just experienced another Torah class brought to you by TorahAnytime.com.